All right, welcome uh, in once again to the uh, world's best 12-minute real estate and mortgage podcast. I'm David Hall with uh, my good pal Patrick Ali. How are you? Good. Doing great today. Co-pilot. feel like you and I are like flying around the country like on Delta Airlines, and every time I turn to my right, there you are, you know, co-pilot. <laughs> I'm here. You know I'm what here. I mean? Uh, we also uh, a couple special guests this week. One of them is a uh, Hall Financial resident uh, member of the team, Mr. Delaney Boone, making... Your first appearance on the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Are about you pretty it. excited? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Looks like you're ready to go. And uh, your good buddy and uh, broker associate at Simon Monahan, Mike Defoe, is here. Thanks for joining us. Hello, thank you for having me. So uh, so glad you could come on the show. You know, we love to talk about the latest and what's going on in the mortgage world and real estate trends. And you know, I just always find seasonal um, activity in real estate to be interesting. Uh, from the standpoint of here we are getting towards the end of summer. Uh, but the market still seems to be, you know, overall doing very well, even though, you know, families have sort of settled in for the school year. What are you seeing this time of year, you know, sort of late August 2018 as we head into the fall, September? What are your sort of your thoughts and uh, just from a standpoint of uh, what's coming up as we tail end of summer here? Well, typically uh, August is um – slow month yeah uh, due to you know the school starting kids you know at, at uh at camp and uh people just kind of uh winding down the summer but uh you know s- september uh tends to pick up uh really well um i've uh, gotten quite a few listings in the last couple of weeks and uh basically i just you know tell my clients to just kind of sit tight and wait wait for that uh august lull to to end and and then uh, the market will pretty much yeah pick right back up yeah it's know. interesting the, the seasonality some of it sometimes is driven by interest rates or demand or what's going on with sure. the economy but yeah. i think right now you know we're seeing that things are still pretty steady right well know? it's sure. it's weird yeah. to see the the if you look at you know in the real estate world versus the mortgage world so like you said it's traditionally august is a slower time yep. but for us that's like a busier time to get pre-approvals ready yeah, i think it's right. a lot of people what they're doing is they're figuring out what they can afford they're getting their ducks in a row and making sure financially they can make that next transition and then you know then that's when you see that little boom in september through the rest of the year typically happens so it's kind of cool to watch any differences that you're seeing sort of in the sort of the first time homebuyer market versus the higher end because one thing that i feel like is gonna happen is more inventories coming to the market it feels like than it was six months ago for sure absolutely but i don't you know i don't know how that's gonna uh ultimately impact pricing moving forward i mean this is all crystal ball stuff so we're just interested in what you see yeah right yeah uh, exactly right is you know don't have crystal ball but um it's uh i I think the market's it's it's great right now um and uh i'm really you know uh, looking forward to you know the, the rest of what the rest of the year is going to bring. Yeah. Um, with uh, prices that are you know going up, um, it's uh, taking you know a little bit longer for those houses to sell. But but ultimately you know with with uh, the inventory, uh, you know once it settles, you know people are going to uh, start you know from well, an, from you, an. I know I can say too that uh, Mike Defoe here uh, working with them and all that uh, you know I know the higher prices houses can be harder to sell. Yep, sure. Yeah. But I know yep. we had a contingency of 14 days to sell a house. And really, this guy right here got it done. Really, no, <laughs> did eight days. Eight, eight days. days. Wow, yeah. that's like I can name that tune in four notes. Remember, I like the name of the tune show. Well, what do you you know? One thing I always like to hear from an agent's perspective. How much are, do do your clients talk about interest rates? Because you know, from our standpoint, being in the business, 
sure. we're always you know very sensitive to rates moving up a little bit. Or are people even talking about it, or do people still just consider rates to be low? I'm curious. They they are they're they're considering them to be low. It's really uh, not that big of a concern to be to be quite honest. From, yeah. From you know from from what I've gathered from. Uh, from my clients as well as yeah. uh, my colleagues. So nobody's like out there saying, hey, you know, rates went from four to four and a half. I don't know if I'm going to buy a house right. anymore. I mean, that's kind of how they talk on TV and the media sometimes no. is like, well, rates went up and that's going to impact housing. And I, I just don't see anybody making a material decision on buying a home because rates went from four to four sure. and a half. You know right. what I mean? So no, you're not no. hearing any scuttlebutt about that. No, 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 no. Um, so, you know, we talk about first time home buyers. Yeah. I think it's a, uh, you know, very interesting market especially today because it's easier to get people approved yeah. than it has been in quite some time. Are you dealing with a lot of first-time home buyers? Is that a part of your business? And if so, kind of what are you finding from these millennial folks? You know, a lot gets written about the millennials. <laughs> I'm curious, like sort of your take on their, their habits, what they're looking for. What do, what do you find? So, yeah, I'm finding, you know, I, I, I've had quite a few home buyers, uh, first-time home buyers uh, this year. Um, more so than in, in the last couple of years, and uh, you know they're, you know they're they're great. You know, just as long as you walk them through, you know, make sure you know, you, like with Hall Financial, you guys, you know, really take the time to, um, you know, talk with the clients and get them through that whole process. You know, honestly, I think uh, with your guys' help, the whole mortgage process is one of the most difficult things for first home, first time home buyers. Yeah, generally, mm -hmm. you know, they they need to know, you know, what's you know what's next in that respect and then uh, you guys kind of make our job uh, a lot easier <laughs> yeah we just got to <laughs> foreshadow everything with the, with the client yeah and make sure that hey you know this will be coming right this will be part of the process sure. and everything else yeah. and as long as you foreshadow that information then you know things go real smooth through the well right. and, and there's because no surprises you know yeah, yeah. Because, you know, first-time homebuyers really never been through it before. I always think that they just kind of need to know three big things. but they, And a lot of them want to know the details. But how much money am I going to need to bring to the closing? Sure. Right? Right. What's my payment going to be? Right. And when can I move in? <laughs> you yeah, know right. I mean? Sure. Those yeah. are the kind of things that they want to know. And right. sometimes what happens is uh, you get them into so much of the detail about this fee or this fee or why rates move the way they do or whatever and they just get all confused because they've never done it before and it's like i know when i go do something that i'm not familiar with you know buy some new furniture or something just all right when can it get delivered and how much do i owe you you know what i mean i mean <laughs> sure. that's sort of what i'm focused on so i think that the simple you know what we try to do is focus on you know the big numbers so that they feel comfortable with what they're doing because if you look at what's going on and we've got actually some uh some good uh, data this week um that our uh, crack staff, Tiffany, she's our, mm -hmm. we say we have a staff, but we have Tiffany. We have right? Tiffany. She, we got she a Tiffany. She is the staff. Yeah. She's great. Uh, recent report showed that rent versus own uh, from 2006 to 2016 just increased dramatically. And I and I just wow. think that, you know, if you, if you look at what people are paying in rent today no. – Versus what they have to pay to buy, sure. you know, it's, it's not. There's not a huge difference. You know, I see a lot of people renting for twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, and uh, they can purchase an, a pretty nice home for a smaller payment. And of course, they got to come up with whatever it is, four or five thousand bucks to get into the house. A lot of people think it's twenty percent. That's right. a myth, and we try and kind of knock those out on the show. But are you finding a lot of folks, I mean, I know I always do, people that are renting that really don't know that they can own quite simply from the position that they're in today. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, um, it's, you know, there's some people that, you know, obviously they don't want the, 
the maintenance of having a home. Yep. They don't want to, you know, deal with that. So therefore, they prefer to rent. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, there's you know, there's quite a few people out there that don't really uh, understand that uh, they could actually get into a home. Um, or and even and probably less, pay less, or even less right? Than, right. Than, yeah. than, than well, the, what, what I what I see the most is that a lot of people are afraid of the things that come along with buying a home. They're afraid of, I got to pay taxes, insurance. Sure. I got to you know. There's a lot more um, that's, I guess, itemized if you really break down your monthly expense. But when you look at it, you know, my first apartment that I rented was. I think it was eleven fifty yeah. to rent. Yeah. And when I bought my house, my payment was roughly the same with taxes, insurance, yeah. and maintenance, whatever that, whatever those additional expenses that right. we itemize for ourselves. So I think a lot of it is, and I, I say this as the youngest guy in the room, but I mean, my parents always told me rent for a long time, or I mean, rent for an extended period of time, save up some enough money to put that twenty percent down. Yeah. And we're finding more and more. And Mike and I talked about this before the show started. Is that it's you don't have to do that anymore um, to still get a great deal in right, a in right. a, a you know mortgage that's going to financially benefit you now and then five years down the road. Yeah, that's true. You get the deduction and the appreciation too, which yeah. obviously over the last <laughs> six seven years has been huge. I'm curious about the situation you guys were in though. You brought it up earlier. Had a house. Uh, you had to sell it to make the other deal work. Walk us Correct. through that scenario. I'm curious to hear how that because I. I think people love on our podcast, I always get feedback. They love the real world scenarios of what happened. So walk us through that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Mike called me, of course, one evening. I think it was about, uh, I think it was nine o'clock at night or so. And he Mm -hmm. said, hey, I need you to call this guy. He needs a pre-approval. And as old as you are, you were awake? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Got it. All right. Exactly. Exactly. Just curious. Surprisingly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, so yeah. So I called the gentleman up and, uh, you know, got him the pre-approval and everything. And Mike went right ahead and found them a home in Gross Point, and uh, um, they still had to sell their home, but okay. went ahead and made the offer. So they made an offer contingent on selling their Correct. homes, yeah. and it got Correct. accepted. It, it got, did get accepted. Okay. Uh, and uh, basically it was uh, it was a little tough because, you know, it's, it's a higher-end home. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a little tough. It's, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it, you, have to, you have to word, you know, things correctly as well as, uh, you know, you, you talk with the listing agent or selling agent. And... Uh, and uh, try and word things where you know it, it's beneficial for everybody. Yeah. You know, so I pre- basically gave myself uh, a pretty realistic timeline to sell their home. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Fourteen days. Fourteen okay. days. Okay. Yeah. So and their home was where that they were selling. Commerce uh, Township. Commerce Township. So then you list their home, right? Correct. In Commerce. After after we put and the house that they. So what was in. your game plan to make sure that I mean because two weeks is a, I mean I, I, the market's hot and everything sure. but it's still not normal that right. people you know will get an offer in a week or two it takes time so sure. like what did you do to ensure that would happen and what was your focus? Well, basically, uh, you know, I, I blew up uh, a lot of the agents in the area, you know, the surrounding areas, you know. 15, 20 mile radius. I blow up. You mean got a hold of them? Got a hold. Yeah. Of them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Got email, it. email blast. Yeah. Patrick and, Ali's uh, blowing me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Okay. Yeah. I called you know thousand agents. No, yeah. No kidding. But uh, yeah. No. You know. Put the email blast out there. You know. Did some. You know. Uh, marketing and uh, you know. Brought in. Uh, did a. You know. Broker open. Yeah. Did the usual. Yeah. And uh, did the open house and uh, got actually the buyer came in through. Uh, during their open house and uh, ended up working out a couple days later. They uh, like a Sunday open house? Correct. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yep. Nice. Yep. I was there also. And yeah, yep. 
I heard you were eating all the milk and cookies. No, I was, I was probably eating some <laughs> yeah, of no, the sandwiches were. from Magical <laughs> Deli. You brought in the food, and you kind of just kicked back and just, you know, watched some TV, and Mike did all the work, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah pretty much. Pretty so you much. sold the house, and uh, so then so you get the offer, sure. and then the offer is, was it 30 days, 45 days? What was the, I mean, what was the period of time in terms of, like, their, their closing time? Uh, it was uh, typically uh, right in that 45 Forty-five day range, and that so met the contingency for the other home, so it, that everything it, could happen. It did, it did. And, and if you hadn't actually, gotten it done in fourteen days, they don't get the other house. You got it. That's right. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> it's a stressful right. life of a yeah, real estate agent. I mean, yeah. it's not you know, it's not easy. I mean, you know, sure. people kind of glorify you know what being in real estate is, and the reality of it is a lot of hard work to you know deliver Absolutely. on everything that your clients are expecting to. Because you're probably feeling the pressure. These people want their house. I got to get their house moved. You, you know. Perform. Yeah. yeah. Perform. I mean, overall, Mike did a great job. Though. I mean, the purchase price of the listing was, I think, at six thirty-five, six hundred thirty-five thousand. So yeah. it wasn't a, you know, a normal everyday. Yeah, it wasn't like turning a two twenty house. You know, you got to yeah, find yeah, that right buyer. You know, yeah. to buy that house. Exactly. You know, and, how uh, often? Yeah. How often are you finding that? And, and Delaney can talk a little bit about this first. Is that how often do you have people come to you that don't have that? pre-approval letter up front you know and they're they're looking i mean we see it because we're the ones issuing it sure um but how often do you have those those kind of people looking for homes like that that are like i don't have a pre-approval letter yet but i want to put my house on the market yeah, you know next week of the time? yeah what percentage well it's uh, is it it's, 10 is it 90 yeah, i mean I'd, what i do yeah i'd go right in the 10 and you know it's pretty low percentage, okay. to be yeah. quite honest. Most I mean, people have got their ducks in a row. Yeah, they've already, you know, they've been on the realtor.com. They've been on the Zillow. They, they, they know what they're looking for. You know, yeah. they've either, you know, spoke with, you know, a mortgage broker or, or in the process of, but, yep. you know, like I always say to uh, my, you know, clients, you know, first time you know, home buyers to, to, to get those, uh, to get those ducks in a row. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that, you know, if you, because when you find that house, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, lose it. In advance. All right. Well, listen, guys, what a great show. Yeah. I mean, we've got yeah. real life examples. Yeah. Sure. Got Delaney up at night. You know, got Mike <laughs> selling homes, turning things in two weeks. Hey, I'm always available. It's a good, that's a good story, though, really. I mean, you Thank know, in you. terms yeah. of, because I don't think a lot of people, I mean, they love to hear it, right? I had to sell this guy's house and then get him in that house. Sure. And it's a lot of juggling that Name goes of the game, on. Man. Yeah. Name of the game. Uh, Patrick? Great seeing you this week. Always good. You're done. He's already got his headphones off. I'm doing folks. the Faz. I'm doing the Faz this he's week. Going the music's back to playing. His desk. Delaney, great job. Hey, thank you, sir. You, you could he could get like kind of a maybe a permanent guest role. You know what he I could. mean? Like he I don't know what good. a permanent guest role is, but he could get one. Uh, Mike Defoe, give out your contact information too for folks that maybe are thinking about. Sure. Buying, selling, especially over on the east side, and that's where you do a lot of your business. Sure, yeah. So I, I, can, I can be rich. Uh, my email is realtormikedefoe at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. and, and the phone number? 313-820-5428. Another show in the books. The best uh, 15 minutes and 18 seconds in real estate and mortgage <laughs> podcast in the United States. We'll see you next week. I'm David Hall. And um, for Patrick Ali and everybody else here, we'll talk to you next week.